Welcome to this episode of the 12 Squared Podcast by Basenotes. Today's guest is Glenn Harriet. Glenn is a urine contributor who works mainly in customer support. We talked about the incentives to start using crypto. Welcome to this week's episode of the 12 Squared Podcast by Basenotes. Today's guest is Glenn Harriet. Glenn is a urine contributor who mainly works in customer support. Glenn, I'm so thrilled to have you here uh, on the show. Uh, welcome. Hi there, Felix. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, pleasure to be on. And yeah, looking forward to chatting with you today. So before we start, can you briefly introduce yourself and uh, what are you doing in the crypto sphere? And what, you know, where does the passion come from? Yeah, so I've been in the crypto space for about six to nine months now. I, I, I just love it really. I'm really, I'm really the type of person that's like looking forward and likes where like the future's heading. So to be working in it is pretty cool. Um, I was quite lucky to get into it. I kind of had a connection and then just kind of got whisked, whisked into year and, and I've just been loving it ever since. Yeah. What do you exactly do? Um, so I'm working in customer support. So basically people have all sorts of queries about how to deposit into year and uh, where's their funds gone. Should they look at depositing into a specific place? And I just try and help them as quickly as possible. And yeah, it's just, I'm enjoying the challenge of learning all the different queries and how to answer them effectively. Yeah, and there's, and there's a lot of learning uh, in crypto, as we, as we all know. So um, you said that you love it. Um, there, is, there is, I guess, a little bit of passion there as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't endeavor on this, on this journey of learning. Uh, you know, since there's so much to learn, how where does this passion come from? What's the most exciting part uh, about crypto for you? Yeah, I think to be perfectly honest, I think the money is a big factor. Mm-hmm. I think just seeing an industry where like the price movement is so dramatic, I think like if we look at the Ethereum price about a year ago, it's probably right. gone up about 10 times or something, hasn't it? So, money, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't a big factor, but but mainly to be honest, the community aspect of it is just so cool. Like, like on Discord, made so many friends, enjoy chatting to people. Uh, yeah, so it, it's kind of just like a, a cycle, really. The more you spend time in crypto, the more you want to spend more time in crypto. Yeah, and also there are there's so many different, uh, I guess, approaches to crypto and communities within crypto. There is the obviously the investor crowd, basically, basically talk about you know crypto assets, just like you know you would talk about regular stocks. Uh, and also the, the the guys who are more into the technology in and of itself. So uh, I think there's there's space for everybody there. So how do you use crypto? Do you use it mainly for investing or also receiving payments? What's your what's the use case? Um, for me, I'm I'm mainly just kind of exper- experimenting with it. I'm trying to use as many like DeFi protocols as possible, or even not DeFi. Even like there was like a decentralized uh, kind of like social media kind of thing that's just launched. I was using that a bit. Um, so at this stage, I think we're very early. So it is all about experimenting. Mm-hmm. But like the possibilities are there. I mean, like I remember I did a bit of work with someone in America and it was just so easy just to pay them with crypto straight away. And it's just it's just so easy. So like I can really mm-hmm. see that as like payments being a future there. Yeah, it's uh, what I found interesting if I want to pitch crypto payments to to people who are outside of the outside of the let's say uh, scene or industry, um, they basically tell me like oh, I can already pay I can already pay you know people across the globe in a couple of in a couple of minutes and I'm like 
this is not how like payments work. Like the origin, like the settlement is so much quicker in yeah. in terms of in, in terms of um, crypto. I mean, Cross border payments um, take days, sometimes even weeks to settle, and uh, in crypto, it just it's just blink of an eye, you know. I mean, obviously, you have to um, you know wait for the next block to be mined, but uh, that's yeah, yeah, that's pretty instant, isn't it? And it's, it's insane, yeah. Yeah, and going a bit off topic, yeah, looking like avoiding a financial crisis, like hopefully crypto will kind of help avoid that. That's what I'm kind of looking looking to. Yeah, I mean, right now we're looking at, at I, I say, like record levels inflation for at least, you know, I'm, I'm based in Germany, right? Yeah. And um, we're looking at the highest levels of inflation since the reunification, right? So ever since this country is this country, uh, yeah. we haven't had, we haven't had, you know, those levels of inflation. And I think um, people are looking for hedges, you know, um, when you look at um, the current situation that with the US dollar, I don't know how many percent have of the U.S. dollars in circulation have been created in uh, in the last one or two years, right? And there was yeah, silly, thirty percent, and it gets even more, you know. So definitely, inflation hedges are are a big thing, and um, that's one thing. But also the the you know this um, this feeling of being you know into something new and being something revolutionary, I think, is is also great, you know motivation to get in there so just experimenting as you said yeah um, so how many how many like not without disclosing what you hold but how many different coins do you actually hold uh, too, too many to be honest it's a bit messy um probably over about 20 wow. um it's it's not like deliberate it's more i've just been experimenting in different things and i've kind of ended up a lot of them is a very small amount um yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, when you, you, I mean, I hold, I hold obviously the like bigger, bigger coins. My experimenting uh, phase has not yet started, taken off that much, but I'm, um, you know, dipping my toes currently. Uh, so yeah, I always, always look also for ways to keep track, right? Yeah. So um, this is so you know, I do it. I know a lot of people who use pen and paper um, still. Um, you know that makes calculation a little um, a little messy. Like if you wanna mm. if you wanna check it, okay, what's my actual balance? Especially if you if you're doing self custody, right? um, you know, then we have to look at okay, what are the advantages and disadvantages of this? How how much money do you actually you know have to have on there to reasonably be you know making the case for self custody? You know, um, hardware wallets along the lines, but you know, then you have to also get into um, the um, the keeping track part, and I, I see a lot of people struggling with the pen and paper model. I don't know how yeah, do you keep track. Uh, you keep yeah, so I keep track mainly. There's like these DeFi apps. There's one called like Zapper, and it's mm -hmm. kind of like a dashboard for all your different cryptos. So like all the different chains that says how where you've got it and what apps you've got it on. Um, so it becomes a little bit harder if I was withdrawing to look at tax. So I guess that's where you guys would come in. Right. Do you have to manually enter those? Like the, no, no, it's all done automatically. Yeah, okay. So it kind of like, it looks onto blockchain and then it just kind of picks it up automatically and puts it into a nice yeah. interface. Yeah. Now we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing um, that and a little, and a little more at base now where what we're doing also is uh, when we focus on our, uh, you know, core 
uh, core target group, which is dear to our heart, which are freelancers, especially international freelancers. Uh, we're currently getting an invoicing feature and stuff like this. So just um, you know, make it make it easier and get the usability um, basically of um, of you know normal normal bank transfer um, and yeah. you know and, and normal let's say business practices into the um, you know and just make it available for people um, around the world. And also then we have to also talk about the unbanked when we talk about the third world. You know, like stuff which we usually don't think about in the in the developed world um, unbanked. Uh, people who don't who do not have a bank account and yeah. we're here we're always saying like we have to emulate bank accounts and then you know you you look at roughly two billion people who do not have access to that and so that's that's also the challenge in which we um you know want to tackle at one point or at least be a part of tackling I mean, that's not the, yeah not, so know. could people in the develop developing world like use base node right now yeah, so, 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 so currently, currently what we're, what we're doing is we're, we're testing, um, like we're testing the beta and um, we'll, we'll launch the, the, you know, we do iterations on that, um, streamline, streamline the, the front end and stuff like this. But there will be available um, for everybody to use um, this year. And we're, and we're um, currently having this, this, this group of, if you, if you want to be one of the, the first ones to do it, they're currently already using it. So Oh, that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, because I was looking at your website and it looks like a really cool product. So yeah. Thank very you very fun. much. Thank you very much. It's always it's always like when you do this podcast, um you, you always have to walk a fine line of not like like promoting your, your product too much. But I mean now that you did it, we'll take that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll take that. Um switching switching gears a little bit. Um when you like let's let's put ourselves in the shoes of somebody who is currently freelancing and yeah. um, has heard of some of the has heard of some of the um advantages of crypto how would you like what would be your advice to start this learning journey how would you get this information what do you think would be the best starting move for those people yeah i mean yeah as we said before it is it is difficult because of the speed of how crypto changes I mean, even in the last few weeks, like I thought I had nailed like a lot of the queries and then all these new ones started coming up and I was yeah. back to scroll on again. But um, I'd say just like read and watch, watch content a lot. Um, so there's some like really good YouTubers like Coin Bureau. Yeah. And then like the Bankless is very good at like simplifying things. So I'd really recommend just consuming as much as possible, but not only doing that, like just consume some. And then with what you've done, like write something, make a video, write an article and just share it. And then you, you build up the connections and then you can kind of get in because you, you don't know where the, the next, where it's going to lead you. Because like I, for example, like read someone's blog and then it ended up here being a link that got me into year and finance. So you've kind of just got to just work hard at it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely, um, Agree there. the The community is is so enthusiastic, and there's more enthusiasm in this community than in I would say others. So it's um, one would be like one is surprised when you when you look at how like how you know, helpful everybody is around there. It's definitely one thing I personally experience myself. Um, when we look at 
freelancers, you know, we talked about the unbanked a little bit. Um, yeah. How would you, how would you, um, first of all, how do you see the future in, uh, in crypto? And uh, then a little bit of an outlook question. What would, you know, your ideal future look like if crypto adoption was extremely widespread? Um, yeah, it, it's difficult to predict really, but I know Vitalik Buterin, he was saying a lot about like decentralized governance being quite a big thing in the future, like decentralized social media. So that's something that really interests me. Like I'm thinking, how can crypto get involved with that? Because I'm looking at social media at the moment. I'm thinking like, this is just not a good product for, for humans. Like it's just built on getting them addicted to it. So if we could have a new product that wasn't, wasn't like that, that would be awesome. Um, mm. And yeah, for, for governance, if we had a way of like democracies being more involving the people, I think that would be awesome. And then it's how does finance get involved with that as well, which is it's all pretty exciting, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think it comes down to who do you give the power? Like, how do you distribute power? At the end of the, uh, the, end yeah. of the day? And I think uh, self, like, you know, owning, uh, owning, um, coins you know if you for example talk about bitcoin being being resistant to central bank policies stuff like that um it just gives power back uh, to the people that's what always excited me about it and um how do you see like an ideal future what would be you know if you if you had to have to have to you know draw the future um yeah. with widespread adoption how would that look like well I, I think on our on our bank accounts we have at the moment if you could have crypto stored on there like, I don't think that's too far away, but just kind of blending the two together um, and letting them have their own journeys. Like, I, I don't think governments are going to be able to stop, stop crypto adoption. So I think that they best kind of got to work with it. And yeah, as a hedge against inflation, I think it, it's a worthy tool. And yeah, looking forward to seeing where it goes, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we, we share, we share a very similar vision. I, I see. Um, so we come, we come to um, the last part of this podcast, which is you telling us about you know projects that you are very passionate about. Um, yeah. Uh, and also telling our listeners and viewers uh, where to find you. Okay. Well, I'm really passionate about Yearn Finance. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. It's basically you you can deposit your crypto on the site and earn a rate of return on it. You've got we've got lots of really intelligent strategists where they're kind of browsing the whole of crypto, decentralized finance, looking mm -hmm. for the best way to earn a return. So like what where you get a 0.5% return on your dollar at the bank, your USDC or US dollar equivalent in crypto it would probably get about five to ten percent with on your earn finance. So yeah, really excited about that. And yeah, would encourage anyone to kind of get involved involved by jumping in the Discord and saying hello. Um, and yeah, where you can find me is yeah, hop on the Discord really. But yeah, otherwise, I think yeah, Twitter under Glenn Harriet. Um, yeah, that's probably the best place. Right. Well, we'll post those links in the in the video description uh, as per usual. And um, all that is left for me to say is thank you very much for for taking your time. Um, I, ha I had a blast. And also thanks to our listeners who gave us, uh, gave us our, uh, their time and uh, we'll be back with another um, interesting guest for, for next week. Until then, take care, uh, stay safe and have a great time. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Felix. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.